Now on the KBND Morning News, it's Eric King, City Manager, City of Bend. Eric, good morning, sir. Good morning. Very nice to have you with us here today. Nice to be here. Thank you. Uh, So tell us about last night's meeting. Let's start out with the fire levy. Uh, Sure, yeah. The the, uh, decision that council made last night was to put a fire, a renewal of a fire levy. These are operating levies uh, that assess property taxes. Uh, They're for five-year periods. Um, So last night, council approved unanimously to put that uh, measure on the ballot for this May. Uh, It is a 76 cent per 1,000 tax assessed value. Um, rate and that rate or that that levy will improve service. It'll uh, add a, an advanced life support system as well as provide basic life support, uh, ambulance, twenty four hour hour uh, service. Um, so it it really keeps up with our response times, as well as our kind of key metric of cardiac survivability, which we have one of the the highest rates of cardiac survivability in the nation. How much is the current levy? The current levy is $0.20, cents. Um, so you know, a big piece of that increase is the, 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 the rate has remained the same since the levy was first uh, passed in 2014. Uh, so we've had 10 years at that rate um, without it changing, but during that same period of time, we've had a 60% uh, increase in calls for service. Um, so in order to meet that increasing demand for service, we need to be able to hire staff uh, to respond to those calls and keep those response times down. I imagine with the difference in home values since 2014, it's going to be a pretty substantial increase. You know, it is an increase, and I know that that's always a challenging conversation to have, but it's also a fairly basic service that I think our community expects to be able to have a response when they're in crisis. Um, so we, we need to make sure that we prioritize our public safety services. And um, we, this is not a, a, a levy rate uh, based on you know, a, a, an aspiration. It's based on what the community needs to remain, to, to, to keep our current service level uh, where it is at today. Are there any capital improvements in, in this as far as equipment, no, buildings, no, et cetera? This, no, this is, this is uh, uh, you know, we have a re- unique relationship with uh, the rural district. So the city of Bend not only provides fire and EMS services for our residents here, but we also provide that same service uh, in the rural areas going all the way out to Brothers and all the way up to Mount Bachelor. It's a very large area. And so this uh, levy renewal, will all, there'll be two uh, ballots, one in the rural district and then one in the city and for the, for the same amount. Um, but the, the intent is to, to, to continue to provide that service. The rural district, um, the relationship that we have, they actually own the fire stations. Um, so they're, they're kind of on the capital side, and we provide the, the staffing and support and the equipment uh, to staff those stations. Do you anticipate any organized opposition to this? I have not heard of any so far. You know, we just put this on the ballot. The city put it on the ballot last night. The rural district will uh, take that same action next week. All right. Well, we will see that on the ballot in May, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Well, let's move on to Parkside Place. Uh, tell us, first of all, what that project is, where it's at. It's a, a unique project. Um, it really stemmed from a, a piece of legislation back in 2016. Uh, it was introduced by Jack Zika up in Redmond, and it was uh, an attempt to, you know, at that time, and we were in the in the, the housing crisis was getting ramped up, and we wanted a, another tool to to use to expand urban growth boundaries in a more expeditious way to uh, to really promote more affordable housing. So the bill. Um, required competition from cities to apply for it. Bend and Redmond applied. Bend was able to, to secure that spot. Redmond later came by, came, uh, 
came under that legislation a few years later. Uh, so we have both, Bender and Redmond, have been taking advantage of this uh, expansion of a UGB for affordable housing. Um, there was a developer that was uh, part of the project. They, they, uh, w- it was not feasible for them to continue, so Hayden Homes came in and uh, stepped in in 2020 and began uh, kind of taking that project over and doing all the sort of master planning that goes along with it. Last night, what council did is approve that that master plan, uh, which provides uh, about 40% of all the homes built in that area, will be affordable, uh, meaning that they will have a deed, res- a deed restriction on them to ensure that affordability that's tied to our area meeting income. Um, uh, so it, it helps to I know, just keep that barrier uh, down for both rental as well as they're, they're, they're constructing quite a few um, homes for for ownership as well that are, that will be affordable. Um, it's a it's a uh, you know multifamily, some single family, some townhomes, a whole variety of housing products. And so that's what the council approved last night was uh, you know basically that that high level master plan to begin working on the project. Um, it'll it'll be phased in over the next couple of years. Is this uh, now that the master plan has been approved? Uh, it's just going to go forward with the uh, developer, or is there more public input that's going to be uh, required? No, this is this is the big. I would say that the the majority of the public input is really at this level. Uh, then we get into more administrative things like subdivisions and site plans for things, but that's that's done more at an administrative level. And where is this exactly? Yeah, thank you for asking. I should have mentioned that at the outset. It is just south of Highway 20 and just east of Highway 27. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 27th Street, and uh, um, kind of near across the, the the road from Worthy Brewing and that and that vicinity. Okay, and how many units do we think is going to be? Oh, I think it is upwards of. Uh, and don't quote me on this. Something around 500 housing units or so. Um, I could be a little bit off, but somewhere in that range. Okay, so this was a, kind of an experiment at the state level to yes. be able to get this done. Do you think it was successful? You know, I think the 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 jury is still out on that question. I think uh, it, it it's still. I mean, here we are. The legislation passed in 2016, and this is what seven years later. And you know, we haven't turned shovels yet. Um, it, but normally, an urban growth boundary process in the state takes 10, 15 years. So it might not seem expedited, but given the other processes that are in place at the state uh, through the state land use system, you know, I suppose you could you could make an argument that it is it is it is faster. Um, I think there's some legislation that is in the works right now during this session to continue the bill or concepts of the bill. Uh, so we'll be following those closely, and we'll be sharing kind of what you know, lessons learned and maybe how, how this can, can go better. And, you know, I think we do need to constantly look at is the land use system serving us well, especially when as a fast-growing city when we have a housing crisis. We need to make sure that um, we are, we're still, you know, adopting smart, smart growth policies and good planning, but uh, we, we want to make sure we're not helping to drive up um, the cost of housing as well. Very good. We're talking to City Manager Eric King, City of Bend. One last question, and I was kind of surprised to see this one, transportation funding. I thought that you know, you, we, the city was set on funds for transportation for a while. What's, what, what's up with that? Oh, yeah. So the, the city con- uh, completed a transportation system plan, 20-year plan for how uh, the, the transportation system needs to be both built, uh, new, new parts of the system, as well as operating and, operated and maintained. Um, that system was completed, or that plan was completed in 2020. A big piece of the funding was the transportation bond, which voters did approve. But there's there's many other pieces of 
both service level, you know, that needs to increase as well uh, for operations and maintenance to make sure that we we have, uh, you know, a good roads, um, as well as other additional programs that were identified in the transportation uh, system plan. So um, the uh, conversation about transportation funding is, is continued. It was not, and that was something that we were very, you know, that was two years ago when we completed that plan. We said, you know, the bond is a big piece of it, but there's other pieces. So that, that does not solve our transportation. Um, and that's just capital. So when, when voters approved a transportation bond, that is for uh, new projects or, you know, fixing our, our system, making it, it, it flow better, but there's other operations and maintenance issues uh, that we still need to solve. So that's what we talked about last night, of, of just some, at a high level, uh, what those needs are, um, and began kind of scoping that the work that needs to be done, what does public involvement look like? It's it's not a quick process, so we, we just began the conversation uh, with council last night. All right. City Manager Eric King here. So before I talk to you next month, what's coming up uh, between now and then? Well, we're kind of putting the finishing touches on the council goals. Um, back we're meeting here just in the next 15 minutes as staff to, to really take the, the, the work that council did in, in late January at a high level of what, they're, what, what they'd like to accomplish over the next two years. We're putting our work plan together. Uh, so that will come before council on March 1st for, uh, to make sure that we're on the right track, and then we'll, we'll look for a vote uh, on those, the, the goal and work plan uh, on March 15th. Uh, so that's going to take a lot of uh, our time, and, and then the, the budget that goes along with it. Uh, we we developed two-year budget, so that uh, all that is kind of starting to come together uh, pretty intensely over the next couple of months. All right, City Manager Eric King, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Thank you.